what I found is the sort of the exterior appearance that everyone sees. Uh, for me, it was only the icing on the cake. I just turned 32, mm. uh, and I, I felt like I could be in a, um, a much better shape physically. Mm. And I sat down with Sam and I said, Sam, you need to make me into a model um, in about 12 weeks' time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, th- let's put your skills to the test. And quite simply told me to leave, <laughs> told me to walk out the door. As my biggest critic, oh, and what I adapted to quite quickly was this all numbers. So, you know, the it's very um, uh, common out there that you know people calorie count. Um, and I was thinking, right, if I can get this right, yeah. if I can enjoy the foods that I eat, then the calories will be irrelevant. Um, mm. But they have to have some part in what I'm doing. Otherwise, mm. you know, you don't know how to get from A to B. Welcome to Real People, Real Results, Real Change, the podcast that's dedicated to helping real people develop real health and fitness in their lives. Real people like you business owners, professionals, house husbands and housewives, and students. I'm Stefan, I'm a personal wellness coach at UFIT Studio, and I'll be your host. In this episode, we talk about Hem's road to fitness as a young professional who thought he was fit until he realised he wasn't, and what it takes to get strong and lean in a healthy and sustainable way. Okay, Hem, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to talk with you. Um, So let's get right into it, right? You're a young, busy, upcoming professional, okay, um, with a drive to succeed. And and that's that's been there for, for, for a while, right, in terms of, like, the professional side of things and you know, wanting to, you know, that seeking that continuous, like, professional development and, and personal development. But in more recent times, that's extended into your health and fitness uh, life, right? And I remember you, you saying to me um, previously that, like, you'd, um, you were in a position uh, at one point where you, you know, you thought you were pretty fit and healthy and stuff and then, um, and, and then realised maybe not so much as, as, as you thought you were and have kind of doubled down on that in lots of different ways. Um, is, is that a fair sort of way to describe um, it? First of all, thanks for having me here, Seth. Absolutely. <laughs> um, in terms of sort of that summary you've, you've just mentioned, um, I'd say it's pretty spot on. Um, what I've found is the sort of the exterior appearance that everyone sees. Uh, for me, it was only the icing on the cake. Mm. Um, but sometimes that's where you've got to start because it's what's most visual. Um, what I've learned over time is how it's put my life into a routine, um, organise various aspects of my life. Mm. Um, but then the, the results I'm seeing in those different aspects. Um, so I could start by saying, you know, going back to the exterior. Yeah. Because <laughs> what, what, I mean, just in terms of like, like sort of um, physical results, like what, what, what's been your like weight loss journey so far? Um, I remember quite vividly starting with Sam in August 21 uh-huh. uh, at the beginning of the month um, I just turned 32 mm. uh, and I'd, I felt like I could be in a, um, a much better shape physically mm. and I sat down with Sam and I said Sam you need to make me into a model um, in about 12 weeks time <laughs> <laughs> you know th- let's put your skills to the test and quite simply told me to leave <laughs> told me to walk out the door because someone of his experience, uh, which I then sort of clocked onto straight away, was he said, no, the, he, you're here to sort of make a change in your behaviours, you know. 
in your routines in your, right. your you know your, your different facets of life that you have mm. and what you see on the exterior is the sort of the combination of all those changes mm. so it took me a while to try and understand all that mm. because i said right when can i first do a um a, um you know a high intensity met class right um, and he said, no, not yet. You know, you've got to build your fitness slowly but surely. Mm. So over about eight months, I managed to lose, to go from about 75 kilos mm-hmm. down to about <clears throat> 52. Okay, wow. Yeah. Wow. So by about April, end of April 22, I was about 52 kilos. Amazing. And that was all through eating sufficient uh, food on a daily basis, but then to train you know, at least four to five, if not six times a week. Mm. Um, but just putting a one-hour segment on that training time. So nothing too extensive, but right. yeah. really intense while I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, amazing. So, um, okay, so you're training multiple times a week. Yes. Um, so what, you know, they say, like, these things are one in, in the kitchen, right? Yes. So what, what, what is your nutrition like? How, and, and what's changed? Like, yeah. what was it, how so, has it performed? What, yeah, so, so before now? it was... Like most people, and there's no right or wrong in this, it's what do you fancy? Um, and you know, today I fancy pine chips, tomorrow I fancy burger, the day after I fancy, you know, whatever it may be. And we'd always, I think, you got, I looked at myself as my biggest critic, mm-hmm. and you'd t- say to yourself, oh, that's healthy, mm. oh, that's healthy, or oh, this is, that, that's, not, that's not that bad for you. you know, there's worse things out there. But as my biggest critic, oh, and what I adapted to quite quickly was this all numbers. So, you know, the, it's very um, uh, common out there that, you know, people calorie count. Um, and I was thinking, right, if I can get this right, yeah. if I can enjoy the foods that I eat, then the calories will be irrelevant. Um, hmm. But they have to have some part in what I'm doing. Otherwise, mm. you know, you don't know how to get from A to B. Right. You can't get from one side of town to the other without knowing the miles and how much fuel you need in right. that tank. Right, right, right. So I couldn't get on my, I couldn't sort of carry out my weight loss journey without understanding where I am now mm. and what I need to get there, what I need to sort of eat to get there and how to supplement that with training. Yeah. So I started to understand the different foods, uh, the food groups, um, and it wasn't complex at all. It's, you know, you start by saying, right, what am I eating today? not changing anything but what am I eating and understanding mm. what that food is okay so the first thing I did was invest in a you know cheap digital scale so to understand right I'm having um you know a banana and how much does that banana weigh and that's it and that gives you an understanding of okay well it's not a random amount you're eating it's specific mm-hmm. to mm. because of what you measured uh-huh so that started off as a, you know, you've done it once, you don't need to do it, you do it twice and three times, and you start to get a hang of it. Yes. Um, and then that applied to everything. So I was doing that for an entire meal, and now I've got an idea of what that meal consists of. Then I was doing it for several meals a day, and then that started to become, well, I know what I'm having Monday to Friday. Mm. And then where the, sort of the, some of the setbacks came were on the weekends. So right. I started to introduce those changes across the weekend as well. Can I you know, gauge how much something's going to be if I was to go out. And that's all you can do. Mm. No one's perfect. No, pack it out there is 100% accurate. Um, but it's, it, and I learned quickly as well, it's the dosage, not the, uh, of the poison and not the actual poison itself. Okay, interesting, interesting. So, okay, so very, some right from very early on, what you were doing was getting very specific. Yes. Measuring where you are right now. Yes. Not eyeballing it, but actually getting those numbers. Yes. Um, so you had uh, an objective, I guess, sense yes. of what you're, you're eating. And then, so I'm assuming then that gave you 
um, some leverage to then be able to start making adjustments as, as you progressed? Is that That's that correct, right? yeah, because that helped me understood, wow, I can see why my weight was what it was. Mm. For someone of my height, um, you know, I had what I call a maintenance level of food mm. that you need uh, to maintain that weight, and there's quite often or not I was exceeding above and beyond. Because um, how, how tall are you? Five foot six, I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> it's really five foot five, but five foot six, <laughs> for the record. Um, you, can, you can edit that or, or keep it in, whichever. Yeah, okay, I'm going to stop now. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I was eating above and beyond because through the lack of tracking, through the lack of knowledge on nutrition. Yeah. So once I grasped what I needed to eat mm. and started to understand how to measure mm. what I was eating without, again, taking too much time because yeah. it's not really, it's not the most fun thing in the world. Yeah. But I always go back to someone says, well, I haven't really got time. I thought, where do I start and how do mm. I make the effort? Mm. And I'd say to them, if you bought an IKEA flat pack, um, because I'm sorry that I put this cliche, but I've had a long uh-huh. time to, to think about it since. If you bought IKEA uh-huh. flat pack, uh-huh. what's the first thing you do? But you've got a million pieces, hypothetically, yeah. you start looking at the instructions. Yes. How do you get from start to finish? Yep. If you don't know where you're going on a, on a journey, you know, from London to Scotland, what, what do you do? Right, I put it into my satellite navigation, it tells me I've got 300 miles to go. Right. Right, okay, I need to fill up X amount to cover me for 300 miles. Mm-hmm. So th- that's the same mentality I've always had in anything I do at work and, and whatever. And it got to a point where with my food, I said, right, I need to, I thought I was eating healthy. Sandwich at lunch, mm-hmm. a few snacks in between, mm-hmm. no, not that bad for you, and then yeah. go to do a gym session, but then come home and eat certain foods which I thought were healthy. Yeah, <clears throat> but what I wasn't doing was having a balanced diet. I wasn't eating. I was training what I thought was sufficient, but I was mm. still overeating. Okay. So the training was then compromised yes. because your training should actually help you know um, uh, with the, whatever journey you're on yeah. and your diet is, is what determines which journey you go are you trying to lose weight or, or try, are you trying to um, put on weight yes. muscle in any sense yes. so that made me think why can't I apply this to food mm. and I think that's what allowed me that sort of flick of the switch allowed me to gain, get to where I was um, in August to where I was in April sort of fairly quickly because I just kept reminding myself this is go back to the black and white go back to the numbers go back to the procedure which is what goes in yeah. you know is is effectively what's going to affect your results at the end of the day yeah yeah absolutely okay amazing and and so and and as you sort of so uh, kind of said sort of a few minutes ago the body's one thing yes um that's not the only thing that's important to you perhaps not even the most thing, yeah. important thing to you um that's more like you your your mind and your clarity and those sorts of things that, that you've said so so tell me tell me a little bit about <clears> that so like most people you know everyone has certain objectives that they want to achieve whether mm. it's cleaning the garage on a weekend or wanting to go for a new promotion at work or whatever it may be and i want to save it for a holiday just yeah. just think of anything anything yeah. that's an objective to someone and what i found was for me getting to that stage of my life you know at 32 um, I like to try and be sort of heavily family orientated. Mm. I put a lot of hours into my business, mm. like most people, yeah. um, particularly if they're self-employed. Yeah. Uh, but then also want to be social. Um, I really like hanging out with my friends. Mm. Um, very sports enthusiastic, so mm. anything on TV or live, I'd try and go and watch. Yeah. Um, and that made me a bit almost cloudy in my thinking that today, you know, I need to do this, but tomorrow I need to do that, and then another day I need to do that, and 
I was taking my eye off the ball, mm. which was my health and fitness. Right. And as a consequence, my weight went up, and that's what made me realise, right, okay, um, exterior, I need to look in the mirror. Mm. But fast forward near to April, I looked back and I thought, well, this is just the beginning. What have I learned in this? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the, the process of the food. It was a month into it, I realised, right, to train hard, I need a good routine to sleep, um, to recover, um, to train hard again. Yes. Um, actually to maintain this food or nutrition routine that I've set myself, mm. you know, to be consistent with that. Mm. I need to make sure every Sunday I'm doing my preparation for that. Right. So it wasn't necessarily yeah. six, seven hours and a whole Sunday preparing for the whole week, yeah. um, which, you know, people prefer to do because that's how it works for them. Mine was, right, have I thought out what I'm going to do Monday evening? Have I thought out what I'm going to do Tuesday evening? Have I thought out what I'm going to do Wednesday, Thursday? Yeah. Right, okay, I need to go and do a shop today for Monday, Tuesday, because I'll make Monday, Tuesday when I come back. Right, what am I going to do for lunch? Right, so it's that, and just give myself an hour, hour and a half. Um, and it's those routines and those sort of ideologies that put into sort of practice again and again and again and again have kind of become almost part of my sort of second nature, like instinct. Yeah. Uh, so without having to think about it, I find myself on a Sunday just getting all the Tupperware together. Right, so, okay, what? Well, I just need to prepare for Monday because that's mm. how I work. Mm. Um, but then Tuesday, I find myself, you know, someone says, can you come and see me after you finish gym? I was like, no, I've got to go to Sainsbury's first, but other supermarkets are available. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'd find that, you know, I'm, I'm, that's just become my routine. So yeah. it was those habits that I changed, mm. which I didn't notice at the time. And I certainly look back now and I think, yeah, that's certainly made me better. Yeah. Um, which has helped my overall sort of um, application to other things in life as well. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you've not just lost weight, right? You've, um, you've got strong and you've also got lean. Yes. Right. How lean are you? Uh, I got down to, I think my coach would argue this, but probably about seven, maybe seven, eight percent. Yeah. Um, right. In April. Yeah. And then I'm maintained between sort of 10 and 12 percent yeah. since then. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. And so, and how... Ha- I mean, do you notice that? Has that improved the quality of your life in any way? So. Oh, yeah, certainly, because, again, that's the... If I always say to anyone, if you see this sort of the exterior, that's always an accumulation of, you know, your lifestyle, mm. uh, how you sleep, how you eat, how you... So, so you the behaviours, but also mm. sometimes mentally as well. Mm. Um, it's not always the case. So uh, what I then found was, OK, it was physically starting to get challenging maintaining this. Yeah. How do I make life much simpler uh-huh. right okay so I could start looking at different ways of cooking I could start looking at different ways of approaching work mm-hmm. um, you know could I start prioritising my work schedule a lot more mm-hmm. um, you know then I could spend a bit more time at home um, yeah. so all these things start to have like a, a knock on effect Yeah. Um, to the point where I'm really happy with, with my balance now and I've, I've, this may be argued by my family but I could turn on and off from work you know when I feel mm-hmm. like I need to because mm-hmm. in those there's certain time periods where I feel like I'm getting the, the, the urgent and most priority uh, prioritised stuff done and then I've got you know always an extra bit of capacity to do other things yeah yeah okay cool so I mean a lot of people um, would aspire to to what you're achieving right in terms of that um, that level of fitness um, that approach to life that strength that lean um, so what, what are some top tips that you'd share with people? What are some of the things that you do now? And, you know, if you could turn back the clock, you'd, you know, tell that younger you, you know. You, um, so the first thing is be humble. Oh. Um, because 
I came in, as I started this uh, interview by saying, that Sam, you need to make me, you know, lean in however, you know, such a time period. Yeah. And I was very humbled uh, when I found that it would take such a long period. Mm. And then you start to see sort of instant results because your body's sort of this uh, mechanism where it's all of a sudden burning these calories because you're training hard, you're eating well. Yeah. But then you start to maybe just slack off a little because you see that change mm -hmm. and then that can easily be put back on again. So mm. it's, it's understanding that there's going to be sort of ups and downs. Yeah. But if you're, if you're humble, you appreciate that the consistency and the hard work, the two other things that I'd mentioned, yeah. um, it would get you sort of on that linear curve. Right. So if you're humble to accept, okay, there's going to be ups and downs, right? This is not going to go how I want it to. If it went how I wanted to, I wouldn't be discussing this today. Now, again, it couldn't be, it could be yeah. anything. I'm yeah. trying to say is this, yeah. some of that mindset I had. Yeah. So I use like a mindset as like a pyramid in my head mm -hmm. and then humble at the top followed by consistency and hard work. Right. So I apply that to work, you know, humble, act like I don't know anything rather mm. than know everything. Mm -hmm. And then consistency am i consistently trying to find a solution to a problem mm -hmm. or consistently trying to break down a customer because that's that's who i want to target or yeah. and then how much effort am i putting in there yeah sometimes it could be too much yeah so you yeah. can say to yourself right I'm, I'm analyzing that hard work let me just have a day off huh. and you might find that you know you have another idea so again you're back at that same same pyramid yeah yeah that's amazing okay Okay, thank you so much. That's yeah, been fine. an absolute pleasure You're talking welcome. with you. Um, hopefully we'll be able to, uh, to do this again soon. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, thanks, Sam.